Yeah, we've we've said all the dumb stuff we're gonna say. Now yeah. let's say real stuff only. Real stuff only. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Life's been weird. Life's been weird. <laughs> These last couple of weeks have been real weird. It's weird now, I think, because you have a little bit of like we talked about going to restaurants. Yeah, and I mean that that was one thing that I was like, I almost had a little bit of anxiety. Cause I was like, what do I need to wear a mask? Do I need to like, do I not look at people in the eye? Do I yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? <laughs> What's going on? The the idea of wearing a mask at a restaurant as a patron of the restaurant is mind boggling. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or, or these people who are selling masks with openings. Yeah. So you can eat. I'm like, but defeats the purpose. But like going to grocery stores or like areas where you don't need to. I'm listening. I'm just swirling at the same time. Yeah, we're doomed. We're so screwed. This is a podcast. Life Adventures with Pete and Simpson. two guys talking about their travel and life adventures across the world. Part two of the quarantine. We were just talking about how our soft intros are always so upbeat on the first one and stupid. <laughs> and these ones are like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, he's like everyone's stupid and everyone's the world stupid. is going to burn. Yeah, we're going to burn. <laughs> so anyways, part two. Part dose. Uh, of a potential three-part series. Why did you have to commit? You shouldn't have committed to it. Maybe a two-part series. Take it back. Yeah, it's going to be what it's going to be, and we're going to put it out there. Yeah, and on the line. People will listen to it because we haven't put anything out, and they think that it's going to be good again. <gasps> or they thought it was good at they one point. They thought it was good. Oof. Either way. Thanks, Mom. Well, either, either way, it's a win, I think. <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> so part two, at the end of April, Yep. we made the determination in, you know, watching the news and watching all the reports from outside the outside world and just trying to like gauge what we were doing. So we made the determination. Well, I made the determination that I was going to head back to Texas. And 24 hours after I made that determination, our conversation started about everybody going with me. And I was in support of that. And I still think that was the right thing for us to do. Absolutely. I think you guys should have came down here sooner. (laughs) Well, there was just so much uncertainty with what was happening that we couldn't make that, you know, we were stuck in limbo like so many people Mm -hmm. still probably are uh, as they listen to this at some point. (laughs) Yeah, right. Life still sucks. Um, But we made the plan and the plan was we're going to leave on May 1st and drive back and she's going to take her car also so we're doing a little caravan action mm-hmm. part of road trip part of driving back for me was um towing my dad has a an older corvette that we had uh, when my parents moved we put into storage at ashley's house and i needed to bring that car back with me and um 
you know, sorting out trailers and how to tow with my truck, which I've never really done before mm-hmm. of anything of actual weight uh, and getting the right hitches and all that sort of stuff and doing all that. It's a long process, it is by a the long way, process. to fill out all the documents oh. you have to fill out for to rent a trailer because there's you have to have like all the the ratings and codes that come off the, the hitch system and the ball hitch from literally from like what's attached to the truck permanently and what the removable pieces are. You have to have like the right weight class and all that sort of stuff Oh, okay. for all that stuff. So I learned a lot about towing. So the night before, which was April 3rd, yeah, April 30th, I get an email. I had reserved everything with U-Haul because they're one of the only places where you can actually rent just a trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'd done the reservation. I found a place that was like two miles from Ashley's house. And that's where I had put my starting point in. The return place was in Justin, literally a half mile from my parents' house. Oh, nice. Couldn't have been... This 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 plan couldn't have been better. Better night before the been. night before. Oh right! I get an email from the fine folks at U-Haul, and they said we had to make an update to your reservation because of available resources. Uh, there's no trailers at the uh, the facility that you chose to pick up, um, but we reserved one for you at the next nearest, which was in Warwick, Rhode Island, which uh, will help out everybody geographically speaking, is 37 miles. Uh, each way from our starting point. So in the wrong direction, in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yes. So we get up, I got up early on uh, Friday, May 1st, drove all the way up there. I had two hours of driving in me already before we started to drive from <laughs> New England to Texas, get back down, load the car, load the trailer. I'm super like just cautious about everything. Cause it's a new truck. Yeah. And I love that truck. And now I'm putting 8,000 pounds on the back of it for an 1,800-mile trip. And I'm like, I'm just going to destroy this thing. Yeah. And I'm just sweating it, so I'm taking it easy. And it's it took the weight, and it did it. And, and it the truck performed flawlessly again. So the plan was we're going to do this over three days because we have kids with us. We're towing heavy weight, so I'm going to be a little bit slower. And we'll have the dog with us also, so there's going to be more unscheduled stops. I can't just go until my bladder is going to explode right? Uh, like I did on the way up. So we're going to break it up over three days, try to do three 10-hour days, essentially is what it turns out, because we were going a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. We get uh, we saddle up. We start driving. Her and I ended up getting separated on the highway because she's following ways, and we're stopping at different intervals. and. We know where we're going. We're, we have a destination for mm-hmm. the day. So I said, you know, you do what's best for you. You don't have to keep up with me or I don't have to keep up with you. And, you know, you can stop when you need to stop and we'll stop when we need to stop. And that kind of worked out well. I ended up getting routed with a trailer, uh, a truck with a trailer through uh, New York City. I went right through New York City and across the George Washington Bridge. Wow. Because it's all still in lockdown, there's uh, literally no traffic. No one out so there. So I'm doing like 70 across the George Washington Bridge, which is unheard of in modern society. <laughs> the further away from Rhode Island we got, the better the weather got. Yep. It was... This is May. Yeah, beginning of May. This was... It was cold and wet and rainy when we left. And by the time we got to Virginia, it was sunny and like 70 and it was nice. And pulled in, stopped for the night. You know, we made a bunch of stops on the way, got food and snacks and used the restrooms. Everything went very flawlessly, Mm -hmm. other than the fact that... When you're planning a trip like that, you know, you're trying to calculate, all right, I want to get this many miles in. I want to, I'm going to stop here. It's going to take me X amount of hours. All those calculations were wrong. Of course. Because there's no traffic. Oh, I thought wrong in the other way. No, no, no. It was all wrong. Like, um, 
both both times that, that we did it, it ended up being wrong like two and a half, three hours less. Wow. So a notable amount of time. So we rolled into Virginia at 6 p.m. Oh, wow. And got dinner and like had like a casual night. We had a nice hotel room with two separate bedrooms in it, which was nice. Get up the next morning. It was a nice hotel. It was clean. It mm-hmm. was new. You know, the it has some different things in it uh, because of everything that's going on in the world. Like, oh, yeah, there's partitions now. OK, OK. At, at the front desk. Um, and every, there's all these signs about how they're sterilizing the rooms, which makes me go, what did they do before all this? Yeah, what did they do? And why was everything always so sticky? sticky. Oh, no. Mwah, I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> I mean, I know the answer. I'm the reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, for realsies. Oh, you're so gross. I travel with my wife. Things get real. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day we wake up and our plan, we're in, uh, I don't know where we are. We started somewhere outside of Roanoke, I want to say. Oh, okay. Yep. I know where you are. Like south, southwest-ish. We, well, we're probably still, you know what, now that I think of it, we're probably about 60 miles north of Roanoke. Okay. And our plan was to get into western Tennessee and stop for the night. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had looked at it, and I'd stopped in Jackson, Tennessee before, as we discussed on a previous podcast about another road trip that was similar. So I was like, Jackson's going to be fine. It's it's the right, it's equidistant uh-huh. to, to, to our house in Texas. So that makes sense. So we get in, we saddle up, we ride, and we ride. We get to, the only issue that we really had on the road... Uh, two issues, and they were both on that day. Uh, one was when we were between uh, Knoxville and Nashville, right where the, all the tornadoes came oh, through yeah, yeah, not yeah, too yeah. long ago. Yeah, there was a big accident on the highway about a mile ahead of us, Ooh. and the and the highways were just shut, like parked. Yeah, put in put it in put it in park, shut it down, get out, walk around type shutdown. Oh wow. And I was stuck in that traffic and Ashley had gotten off a few miles behind me to get gas and all that stuff. So I called her and I said, listen, don't go, don't get back on the highway. It's literally not moving at all. It's not, it's parked there. The highway is shut. So I gave her a routed, a routed around way and she hated it because it was a, uh, the only way around where we were was a switchback road through the mountains. Ooh, <laughs> wee. Sounds like a good time. And it was through, apparently it was like directly through the heart of a lot of that tornado damage. Uh, so that was, she said that was very difficult to see, which I've seen before. And I know it's, it's, it's gut wrenching to see yeah. what happens uh, during that weather. So we get through that and we're going through the, my next issue was we're going through Nashville and it's gorgeous. Of course. Cause I love Nashville. Stay here. And, um, there's a trailer and he had to be less than a quarter mile ahead of me. And it's one of those like, um, landscaping trailers that have the skids that go up on the back that are the ramps. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. One of those had come off <gasps> Nice. and it was in the lane right in front of me Ooh. and I swerved to avoid it and my truck avoided it, but the trailer did not. <gasps> and the trailer like skipped and jumped in the air and I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. This is how it ends. And I, I called Ashley and I said, I got to pull over because I just, I hit a metal trailer piece with, with, you know, with our trailer here. And I, I said, I can't see the wheels on it. So I, I don't know if I have a flat tire or what the deal is. And I didn't end up stopping. Uh, we just <laughs> motored on because it was driving fine. It like, it shook me for a second and it got my heart racing, but yeah. everything was operating normally. We weren't dragging anything. Yeah. We weren't no slowing down. I was like, sounds. Fine, let's. Let's motor on. Plus, Nashville was very congested, hmm. comparatively speaking to the rest of our trip. I mean, we're still moving at 65, 70 through there, but there's a lot of traffic there. Yeah. 
and we get to our hotel for the night in Jackson. Again, we're earlier than expected. It's about 4.30 maybe. Okay. So if you're on a long road trip and you're stopping at 4.30, you're like, what am I fucking stopping for? Yeah. So we get there. We get to the hotel. Same brand hotel that we used the night before because of the the room setup and mm-hmm. it's pet friendly. Mm-hmm. So we're limited because of the pet friendly piece. Right, right, right. And it's like at the outskirts of the town that I've stayed in before. And it's not, it's just doesn't feel right. Sure. And so we stopped, we get some food. So we stopped and it's kind of a seedy place. It's I'm sorry, seedy? Seedy. As in like, as in like compact ooh. disc? No, not seed, like S E E D Y, I think. As in like grass seed. Sure. Okay. It's a sketchy place. A sketchy place. And so we stop, we get some food. The hotel room is not terribly clean feeling. Mm. She's back at the hotel room, you know, getting showered up and cleaned up and refreshed from the day. And I'm out at Panera getting food for everybody. And we come back to the the hotel and, uh, you know, we go into one of the rooms and I said, hey, let's, let's talk for a minute. I said, I don't like this hotel. I don't have a good feeling here. I said, if we drive three more hours, we'll be in Little Rock and, you know, it's... It's nine you know, o'clock or yeah, what, what is it at this time? Yeah, it's, 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 we, yeah, it's about six o'clock at local okay. time. So we're going to be there about nine o'clock. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So she goes, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it here either. Let's, let's do that. So we start packing up everything and getting everything pulled back together. And the dog did not do well with elevators. Oh, she was not a fan of metal closed boxes that go up since Aussie. Sure. So we start packing and her and I are in one room putting all our stuff together. And I said, listen. You just want to go the whole way. I said, well, if we go nonstop right now, I said, we'll get there about 2.30 and we'll be home and we'll be done and we'll be able to sleep in tomorrow and we do whatever we want. And she was like, let's do it. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. So we, we saddled up and uh, got out some the door, Red Bulls out the door. Yeah. We stopped at the gas station at the end of the driveway there and got five hour energy, Red Bull and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, Cameron was with me and she was asleep probably by nine o'clock and she slept because the truck is very spacious. Right. And it's very comfortable. Yeah. And that 5G wireless internet works excellent. Oh, yeah. And that thing. Yes. (laughs) So we rolled into the house about 2.30 in the morning and just dumped our stuff, went to bed, and then we were in Texas. Yep. And then the trip was done. It took us probably three days to recover from the exhaustion of that. Yeah, I bet. Because that that second day, what we planned to do in three days, we did in really one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, because we had that super long day, and the first day was short because of the back and forth with Warwick. But we were here, we were settled. You know, Sunday the kids are in the pool. My dad, you know, did a great job keeping everything running around here for us while we were gone mm-hmm. and checking on the pool. And I had an unbelievably huge pile of mail uh, on the uh, on the <laughs> None island. None of it you needed. None of it I needed. There's yep. maybe one letter in there that yep. I was like, oh, let me oh. read this and then throw it away. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, life got better when we were here mm-hmm. because the markets are different here. Things aren't nearly as close to being rationed out. And a couple things even still now with meat and eggs, you still see it a yeah. little bit um, occasionally, but it's it's nothing compared to what it was up in the Northeast. Literally in the Northeast, they rationed out like single rolls of toilet paper. Really? Like this is a house of four people, two of which are females. 
one roll of toilet paper is not going to take us that far. No. And that's going to force you to go back out into public the next day and every day and every every day until, you know what I mean? It defeats the purpose. We got real lucky, thankfully, because we get, we stocked up on a lot of things like right before. And so we carried through until towards the end. And then I went out and like it was picked over. But there was like one, it was like golden light had shined down on this one mega pack of toilet paper. And I was like, mine. <laughs> Dibs. Dibs. The other thing that was different is when we got here, that's when Governor Abbott started phase one of opening Texas back up. Right. So we it wasn't nearly as restrictive um, as it previously was. There were no checkpoints that we had to go through on any of the states. Once we left Rhode Island, that's all the checkpoints that we ever saw mm-hmm. was in Rhode Island. There was none of that anywhere. There was um, no traffic, except for Nashville was probably the worst. Yeah. And we're still doing 70 in the accident. Um, it was a good trip. And again, love my Corvette so much because it's dope as hell. It's super awesome to look at. But what that truck did, going there and then coming back the way that that, that trip went, it's, that's unmatched. No, yeah, and I was going to say. With the, with the comfort. And that's why you bought it, right? Yeah. Is it, it can do those things and uh, couldn't be more happy with it. And then offloaded the car the next day at my parents' house and returned the trailer in the truck. You know, driving it after that, I was like, oh, is it going to feel tired? Is it going to feel like like it's been carrying? Like, is it going to feel like the rear end is loose and mm-hmm. it's like sinking down? No, it, it still feels like a brand new truck, which is. What's the towing capacity on it? 13.2. Oh, okay. So you weren't even. You were like fifty percent, a little over fifty percent. Yeah, it was probably sixty percent of the capacity, yeah. but it's it it squatted when, oh, really? I, when I put the weight on it. Yeah, it, it, well, I mean, not a lot. It's gonna right if if it didn't, you'd have some serious problems with traction. Well, in the way the Corvette is built, all the weight is in the nose, so it was it was the weight of the car on the trailer was ahead of the wheels on the trailer. Ooh. So it did have that low point where they connected. Um, so I was I was a little bit worried about that, but once I offloaded everything, she's it's great. And then I, you know, a week later went and got the oil changed and all that stuff. And she's great. Good. Couldn't be more happy with uh, the way that vehicle performed. So talk me through, you, you talked about the journey down here. Now, what mm-hmm. about the actual quarantine here? You, you, you kind of glossed over it. Well, I mean, it's only been four weeks. It's been four weeks and it's been as everything is opening here. So it's, yeah, it's so not it's, exactly a, you know, apples to apples comparison. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I want to touch on that is kind of interesting, and we'll, we'll talk about it since we went through this whole thing together, is that I think while this virus has been devastating, not only from an economic standpoint, but and, and also a uh, lives lost, right? Any life that's lost is, is terrible. Yep. And that and on top of that, the the mental impact that you were kind of talking about from people who might not have ever had any dealings directly with the virus. So no, he doesn't know anybody that got sick or anything along those lines. Like it's, it's a big mental burden and you kind of go through that whole psychological like depression. And then you hear the economic numbers on top of that, people losing their jobs. And of course it's a big thing, right? Big to deal, uh, big to do. One thing that I say or think is a positive out of this is how it has brought people together. And that's going to sound super weird because everybody was kind of, everybody should be staying apart um physically at least but i think like zoom zoom meetings right and zoom happy hours and all that stuff i think it strengthened a lot of the people a lot of the bonds that i've had with people that do live 
far away. Like my parents, our family, our friends who live, you know, one lives in Colorado, some live on the, um, in California. It was nice to have that ability to connect with those people where you might not have been, I don't want to say forced, but there wasn't much of a need to go out and reach out to them or not necessarily a need, but you know what I mean? Like kind of that. I mean, there were friends that that, I haven't talked to in a long time that I reach out and be like, Hey, you know, once a week I'm, I'm touching base with them now. And it's, you know, I've got a a really good core of friends that I grew up with in Massachusetts and one lives in Chicago now. And, you know, one of the things that we started doing was in addition to the, the zoom was part of it, but we were doing the Jackbox games. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So we get on the zoom and do the games thing. And that's still like, we're going to do that again this week. Right. And it's like, it's great because, you know, I live here, Eric lives in Chicago and a couple of them live up in, in new England, but you know, they don't see each other no. on a regular basis, but this is a good way for us to, you know, you know, be able to have that, that time together and, you know, still have the, those relationships. And I've had, you know, I've been in good contact with a good friend that I have through the industry who lives in France. And I talk to him probably two, every two weeks or so now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're comparing notes of what's happening in France versus what's happening here. And it's, it's, it's been interesting. Yeah. And it's actually funny because kind of that similar point, I have a friend who works in the cruise industry who we talked about on a previous mm-hmm. podcast and we had been, he, he'd been trying to get information from me, like what's going on over there. Uh, he's hearing stories like, Oh, Texas is reopening. I can't believe you guys are reopening. And I was like, well, to be honest, here's, here's what's going on over here. And this is what is kind of what it means to reopen and in, in the, in the early days of it. And it, it, I mean, we had been in touch before, but it, we were talking almost daily at one point, but it kind of trickled off to, you know, weekly, but, but still it's one of those things that I think is a great, byproduct of what's happened. And if you're going to look at anything, look at the rosy side of it. And I think it's been a great outcome of it in a, such a terrible time, right? A lot of stuff going on that's negative and constant negative news. I think that's really one of the, the nice things is that it brought some of us closer together. And it's funny because it's the human element. Yeah. And it's, yep. what was really funny is now, it, now it's funny. Now it's hilarious, but going through it, it was really tough watching you guys. Cause we did a zoom and uh, a weekly zoom with you guys. And at first it was like, Hey, we're drinking on a recording. This is fun. Ha 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 ha. And it, it was like all laughs. And like everybody was obviously trying to laugh off nervous yep. energy of what, what was going on in the world and the, you know, not knowing what, what's out there and you know, what everybody's doing. And then it quickly transitioned into, you made the joke number of times on the call where it was, or on the, the video conference where you're saying it's day, you know, whatever. And we're still in quarantine, <laughs> but it was, it was tough for us. I mean, we, thankfully we, we had a nice setup and we were, we had the kind of things in place that made it easier for us, but it still wasn't easy. I mean, our, our house isn't really set up. And there was a couple of times where I'm just sitting there and I'm like, the walls are closing in. Yeah. I need to need to do something. And that's even going on. We were walking Panda, you know, twice a day or yep. at least once a day. And it's just like, we got to get out. Well, and it's, you know, I'm not saying that we had it harder or easier than anybody else. Cause every, this has been a, a grind for everyone. Yeah. Literally every person on this planet has been a grind for, um, the challenge I think that, that we had that was sort of unique for us was the way, you know, we're married, mm-hmm. yes, but our lifestyles that we had until this were so 
untraditional. Drastically different. We don't, my wife and I don't technically actually live together all that often. You know, as it's been our, what has been our normal was essentially every other week and trips mixed in with that too. And this, we went from, you know, we're eight, nine months married or whatever it's been. I should really know that answer. Um, <laughs> Almost. It's 11 months, dude. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 11 months now, but I mean yeah. at the beginning. Of oh, 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 I see what you're saying, yeah. And, you know, having, you know, lived that 50% life, you know, and when we're together, you know, we're out and we're doing things and we're going here and we're going there and we're, we're in the office and we're interacting with these other people to, okay, you're, you're in one room now. Yep. Permanently. Yes. Forever. <laughs> and I think... There were definitely some points where, you know, you get annoyed. And I know for sure she got annoyed with me a few times because I know I'm an asshole. And, and I, <laughs> know I, I know I'm difficult and I know I'm high maintenance and I know all these things about me. And when you're 50% of the time, you don't have to do anything about it because it, tomorrow, you okay, you can get on a plane and go somewhere else. It doesn't matter. you know. Right. But when you're in it... And for an endless amount of time, yeah, you have to make the effort to be to improve upon those things. So I think you know, as difficult as it was, I think we actually have managed to get to a point where we're actually in a stronger relationship than we previously had. Yeah, it's funny. I think there was a couple of comments about quarantine kids, you know, babies coming out of this and and that sort of thing, and, and divorces. I think divorces was. I think divorce thing. is going to be through the roof. So, yeah. but the other, I'm. I think I can echo your comments too. I learn the most about Jen in this period than I've ever learned in, in a period of time. Hmm, me and too. I, <laughs> actually, I learned nothing about Jen. I know. <laughs> you learned nothing. Literally nothing. But it has it definitely been, to your point, it's been terrible. And I'm not complaining at all about the time that, you know, we've had to be locked up locked up we've been sequestered or quarantined for you know two months or, or whatever it may be at this point um I, i'm we're very grateful and very lucky to be in the position that we're in and i think to your point we we learned a lot about each other and well again, just it removes all that other stuff from life right where it's just two people again. yes yeah. yeah and it you remove all that i mean yeah you still have the social media and that sort of thing that kind of gets old it does but you you, you kind of boil it back down to your relationship and, and that sort of thing. And yeah. I think that's the number one cause of divorce, irreconcilable differences, uh, for volume of chewing. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause as soon as you made that comment, I, I looked at Jen in the living room from my, from the office. Cause we have, she works in the living room and I work in a little office in, in our house and I could hear her chewing and I was like, Oh, he's right. <laughs> she is so loud. So much chewing. But I mean, I drove her insane too a couple of times. Anyway, Aside from that. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I know I did a, <laughs> I know, I know I'm difficult and uh, I'm an immovable object. I'm well aware of all my short my shortcomings. Yep. Well, I'm well aware of some of my shortcomings. Some of them. If they even exist anymore. I'll list them out for you after the podcast. You know, I've heard that threat a lot through this quarantine. <laughs> Let me list the things Let that are wrong Let me tell you, you, Pete. Um, but, you know. Uh, all is well that ends well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, now that we are getting out into the world, it is very weird. It, 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 there's again that that mental aspect of it. Now it's kind of the reverse, where you're going out in the public and you're like, oh, it's everywhere. Well, the thing, you know, in going from that extreme of being, you know, in each other's faces, for yep. the lack of a better term, for that period of time, to the last 
uh, 36 hours for me as we're recording this right now. This is the first 36 hour window that her and I haven't been together, literally together for 13, 14 weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's it's, weird. It is super weird. And I miss her a lot and I can't wait for her to come back tomorrow. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I I get that because Jen, uh, two weeks ago, Jen went to her sister's wedding. What do I do with my hands? Yeah, I was, I was (laughs) sitting on the couch and I was like, I guess I could play video games. Uh, And I was about to look and be like, Hey, can I, Oh, you're not here. So I guess I can just do whatever I want. So while you're thinking about what you do with your hands, let's go ahead and end there. Yeah. (laughs) Let's leave that listener with a visual of Simpsons hands. They're not very big. It's Uh, that's not what you want to lead the people with. That's not not how you want to lead into the hands discussion. (laughs) I got a scar on one of them. I got cut by a hockey skate and uh, see that's badass. Go with that. Okay. I got a story. (laughs) I thought you were just going to cut me off there and just be like, and then that episode (laughs) comes to a conclusion. Uh, So that's, uh, that's this episode. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to cut right there. All right, guys. See ya. We'll see you later. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at life adventure PS and Instagram life adventures. Pete Simpson. views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals.